topic of this episode kind of came to me over the weekend while I had time to sit with my thoughts a little bit and kind of process what I was feeling deep down. It's kind of something I think that I was avoiding and covering up and not wanting to realize. And I'm not going to share with you what it is because it's something that I'm working through personally, but I do want to take my experience and kind of the thing that I have come across and turn it around so that you can put it towards a aspect of life right now for you in this season where you are having a hard time kind of like facing the reality of something, if it's kind of a hard truth that you have figured out or maybe seen someone else expose. And I do just want to explain like this is a this is a hard topic, I think, to to talk about because it's not easy, right? It's not easy to hear the hard truth and then have to process it and choose to process it in a healthy way versus continuing to avoid and bury and numb and those kind of things, you know? So this is a, a um, what's the word I'm looking for? This is a more gritty topic and you have to be in the right mindset to be able to think about this stuff, I think. But I want to use this in a constructive way to help you right now in your life if you are facing something that is really hard that you can get through it and it's just going to take you continuing to face whatever it is you're dealing with. And I know this could even go towards things in your life that you know that you messed up on and either you you know, someone could be confronting you about it. And part of this is just owning your mistake or owning your mess up. And it's a, it's kind of chaotic. It can be very hard, but I want to encourage you to just own it. Whatever it is that you did, if you know that you did said thing, own it. Okay. I guarantee you, your life is not going to end with whatever it is that you are owning up to. There is a level of respect that you gain for yourself and, you know, other people also, you know, their level of respect for you will increase if you are able to own up to your failure or mistake and just continue to get better in life. And so it's something that I, you know, a little two words that I can think of is a beautiful chaos of choosing to face the fire and choosing to look within yourself and really reflect on why you're doing what you're doing, why you did what you did maybe, why you are thinking what you're thinking right now or, you know, why why are your actions or what are your actions saying about your mental health kind of thing. And so it, it all ties back to just owning your life and taking that personal responsibility of wherever you are right now. And hell, you could be thriving right now. You could be on cloud nine. You can be hitting goals like a mofo and you could just be on a roll. It is 110% okay to own that and be confident in yourself right now and know that you deserve those rewards and you deserve the success that you're seeing. That is all part of taking responsibility. And so this topic in this episode is just kind of spinning that on the other end and owning the fact that um, if you are somewhere, like if you haven't hit your goal yet, or if you maybe have made a mistake, 
how you can own up to that and own where you are and take that responsibility and know that, like I said, your life isn't going to end, you know, no matter what happened or no matter where you are right now. If you're, if you're committed to getting better, then you can't fail. And I've said that probably in almost every episode. If you're committed to getting better and if you're committed to evolving into the next best version of yourself, there is no way that you can fail. Yes, we're going to fall down on our face so many damn times, but we have to do that in order to stand back up and see the next level of success that we want to see. You know, if you have this vision of everything happens for a positive reason and everything happens for a good reason, everything is building up to help me be who I need to be in this life, then there is no way that you are going to fail. There's no way that you're going to go backwards because you're always going to be looking inwards and reflecting and choosing to go the hard way of owning up to what you're doing. And this is something for me within the last few years that I have just I don't want to say like I've become good at it, but I'm very intuitive with myself and I'm very much able to look inward and know like when I've made a mistake and when I have chosen to be in a low point. And I mean, I'm in one of those times right now, I think, and that's why I'm able to speak on this because, you know, I'm not only wanting to encourage you, but I'm also giving myself a pep talk, you know, and just, you know, life isn't all highs. You know, life has its highs and lows and you have your little dips in in mental health and then you have your highs. You know, for me, what I like to say and what I like to believe is we have to have the bad days in order to have the good days. You know, it's it's not all going to be good, 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 you know? And so it's just being able to navigate every season of life no matter what it is and just always continuing to have a strong faith. And that's something that I have as a foundation of my life is just I have a strong faith, you know, that I'm taken care of, that I'm provided for, that I am loved and I am forgiven and I know that I'll get better and I know I'll be okay. And so if I can give you anything out of this episode, it's just that reminder that you will be okay. You know, there's no, what you're putting a lot of pressure on right now, most likely there's not that much pressure on it. We just like to We just like to magnify things, especially when we're in the middle of it. And so something that's really beneficial is being able to kind of pull yourself away from being right in the middle of it and kind of become a, like a, a, what's the word? Like you're watching a, um, oh my goodness, I can't think of it. A spectator. That's what I'm thinking of. Spectator is the word. (laughs) you are being a spectator of like your life. And so if you're able to kind of pull yourself out of that and kind of think objectively, like, okay, lay it out. Here are the facts. Here's what's happening. And here's what I need to change or here's what I need to do to get better. Now, okay, the next level, what accountability can I set in my life to help me make those changes that need to be made to get me to this place where I want to go? And that can be a very difficult thing depending on whatever situation you're in right now. Um, but for me, something that was very beneficial for me this weekend was going to church, of course. Um, there's never going to be a non-beneficial time or, you know, nothing not beneficial about that. And so that was just something that I took personally as a step of getting out of this funk that I'm in right now. And to just kind of remember that, you know, I'm going to, I am loved always. 
And no matter what mindset we can get in, sometimes we can get into this cycle of negative self-talk. And I think remembering that we are just, we are loved unconditionally, no matter what, is going to bring you so much relief. And I just, I, I encourage you to remember that and sit in that. And if you have to, you know, write it in a journal or, you know, go open your Bible or, you know, just remind a friend of that even, you know, spreading that love is going to bring that back to you as well. So whatever that may look like in your life that you can take a tiny step and it could be as small as just changing your mood right now. You know, we, you whatever mood you're in, you're choosing to be in, right? And so if you're in a shitty mood right now, you're choosing to be in a shitty mood of over whatever it is that is going on. And so you can make a small change of thought or something that I like to do is moving my body. You know, changing your physical state is going to help change your mental state. And that's something actually that Tony Robbins says. And I can't take credit for that, but I think it's so true because it's something that I've experienced in my life is physical movement is a way to, I like to call my workouts my therapy sessions. And they are like, it's time for me to work on me and physical activity is such a great um, way to incorporate improving your mental health as well. They go hand in hand, honestly. And so don't don't forget that even moving your body, going on a walk, even stretching or foam rolling can have a great benefit on you. And, you know, yeah, if you are in a bad mood right now, maybe, maybe stop what you're doing or maybe, you know, put it in your calendar for the rest of the day at some time to get in a walk or go on a run or go work out or, you know, go to a workout class, go paddle boarding, whatever it is that you love doing, go do that. And even if you're in a good mood, you know, like, like I said, there's no, there's nothing that won't, you won't benefit by doing that. Something that, and I'm getting off on a little tangent here, but something that I noticed with myself over the course of 75 hard was, yes, two workouts were part of the critical tasks that I had to complete. And it was really eye-opening to see, you know, in this phase of life where I'm not not necessarily following the program, how I can use physical activity to almost avoid other tasks in my life. And so I have had to have that conversation with myself, you know, asking, if I go on a walk, am I doing that to avoid something else that needs to be done that has a little more of a priority? And, you know, maybe you've never thought of it that way. Maybe you've never thought of other things in your life that way. And that could even go towards different activities and hobbies that you have in your life, not only workouts, like like my personal example, but, you know, it could be going to hang out with a friend. Like, are you going to go do that and avoid whatever it is that really needs to get done that is higher on the priority list? Like, that's all part of living a better life, too, is being able to put your priorities straight and being able to say no to someone because you know what you need to get done. And that's all part of setting boundaries. That's all part of protecting your energy. And that is a whole nother topic that I can talk about. But anywho, let's get back to the main subject here. Um, Choosing the easy way guarantees the result that you didn't dream of or wish for. And so this means that if you are avoiding what is going on, good or bad, um, what is worth going for and what your dream and what you're hoping for to happen 
is not on the other side of the easy path. And that's a very hard truth to hear, but I'm sure you've experienced that in your life. You know, think of a time where you chose to take the easy way out. What did you experience after that? Were you satisfied with yourself? Were you proud of yourself? Or did you, you know, accomplish whatever that was and look back and say, man, I should have done that other thing. Or, you know, I should have, I would have learned more if I did the other thing. Or, oh, I really disappointed this person for doing this when I really wanted to, you know, if I did the other thing, I would have made them proud or I would have, you know, anything like that. You know, what was the result of you taking the easy way out? Was it regret? Was it disappointment? Was it feeling not confident in yourself? And like, this could go down to what you choose to eat in the mornings. You know, this could go down to how you choose to treat someone who may not be very nice to you in a moment or, you know, everything like that. Like all these minuscule little things that happen in the day, they all add up to the big life picture that we have and they all add up to our daily lives, right? And so, it's really important to get serious with yourself and be able to reflect on just the tiny moments in the day. And taking the easy way out, like I said, isn't going to guarantee you the result that you hoped for. It's going to it's going to guarantee you a life of of ease, of course. Um, but in terms of not being proud of yourself, and and honestly, that could be hard, you know not being proud of yourself is hard, but also taking the hard way and being proud of yourself is hard. And so you just have to kind of choose the hard that you want to live with. Do you want to live with the the hard of discipline, of confidence, of, you know, a strong faith? Or do you want to just keep taking the easy way out and going through the motions and doing what you're doing you know, and that's something for you to answer for yourself. And you can apply that to different situations in your life right now too. Something else I want to say is growth, you know, it has this like subcategory, of course, of self-care. And, you know, this whole topic is about self-care and being able to feel your feelings and think your thoughts and allow yourself space to do those things you know, sometimes we can get carried away. Sometimes we can let our feelings take over. And I guess you could say that's the unhealthy way to do it, even though I'm guilty of that. I'm a very, very emotional person. And I do, I am guilty of that, of letting my feelings take over quite a bit. And so that's why I have to bring myself back down to earth and say, okay, here are the facts. Here's what it is for what it is. And a lot of the times I confide in my friend's for advice when it comes to this stuff because, of course, they are an objective, I mean, objective to an extent. Like, they are my friends, but I trust their opinions and they know me for me. And when you're in the heat of any kind of moment, it can feel like 10 times more magnified than what it really is. And so, confiding in people that you know have your best interests at heart is so important. And that's why it's important to have a circle of people that you can trust with those kind of things and know that they are going to give you the hard truth that you need to hear. And friends that are just going to always baby you and friends that are never going to tell you what you need to hear are not your best, um, are not your best valuable friends. I can tell you that. 
and I can tell you that from experience, you want people in your life that are ambitious and you want people in your life that can also set it straight and let you know when you are, (laughs) when you're swaying off of the path and when you are getting a little too far in your thoughts, in your feelings. You know, I love that my friends can tell me the hard truth that I need to hear at different times because it helps me see things for what they are, like I've said. And so it's really important that you have those people in your life. Anywho, self-care doesn't always look like physical things. This is what I wanted to bring that back to. (laughs) Um, Self-care is part of growth, yes. And so maybe you're like me, you like going to, you know, I only get my hair done like colored like twice a year, but that is a really big part of self-care for me because I I love, you know, what my hair looks like when it's colored, of course. And so that's part of self-care for me. Another thing is going to get my nails done. And that is, you know, even going and buying new clothes that like I feel good in and that I love. That's such a huge thing for me. Like if over over everything, over getting my hair done, over getting my nails done, over going out to eat, like I would rather go buy clothes. Like I love clothes. And if you know me, you know that. If you don't know me, now you know that. I am a fashionista through and through. You ask me to make you an outfit and I will pull through. <laughs> Anywho, physical care doesn't always look like physical things like that, though. Self-care involves facing your reality, and so many people avoid that. So many people avoid, so many people go and fill their lives with so many damn things, so many damn tasks and quote-unquote priorities that they don't slow down for a second to check in with themselves, and they don't take a second to fill up their cup. And being able to, you know, a big thing for me is is just sitting down and writing and like journaling. It's always it's been beneficial for me ever since I started doing it. And that is, you know, that can be one of the most truest forms of self-care is being able to just sit with your thoughts and process them because how can you expect to to live in alignment with the path that you're supposed to be in if you're not even willing to stop and ask yourself, how am I really doing? What's really going on? And when you ask yourself that, if you've experienced something like me this weekend, a big realization came over me and I said, okay, where where is this coming from? And how have my actions reflected how I'm feeling? Am I proud of those actions? Not necessarily, no. And that's a hard truth. And that's something that I didn't necessarily want to face. And so because I did this weekend, I am now, of course, able to bring this to you and help you through whatever you're going through right now or whatever you may go through in the future. But it's helping me process it and it's helping me get through what I'm going through. And I think that's really important is being able to to speak it out and speak through it and think through it. Because if I were to keep avoiding this, then guess what? I would have kept taking more actions and more actions and more actions that I wasn't necessarily proud of. And that just leads to lower self-confidence and lower self-respect. And that is not our goal, right? That's not our goal. Our goal is to have self-respect for ourselves and have our actions match that and reflect that. And so that is ultimately my goal of this episode is to remind you of that and to get you back on that path of doing what you know needs to be done, whether it's easy or hard. 
and facing your thoughts and knowing that, you know, expect it to be hard. Expect the hard, but embrace it, okay? In all seasons of life, in any aspect of life, whatever it is that you're nervous about or you're fearful of, but it's like a good, a good fearful, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you're going to learn from it. You know, you're going to benefit from it, but like, you're scared about what's going to happen. Just face it and go and like, put your head down and start running towards that thing, whatever it is. If it's a feeling, if it's a decision in life, like a career or a job or choosing where to live, anything, it can apply to so many things. And so, that's what I want to leave you with today is to just remember to face the fire, face the hard, and continue being who you want to be and live in alignment with who you want to be because, because that person is on the other side of choosing the hard decision.